Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Happy Friday. It is your girl, Sonia McQueen, with your mind, your body, your choice. So, I just received a phone call today, and it prompted this impromptu uh, podcast. I want to talk about what you'll put up with in a relationship, a sexual relationship, a, a partner-mate relationship, outside of your friendships. But what will make you say, you know what, I want to be with this person for the rest of my life? And what little nuances can happen to make you say, yeah, can't deal with that for another day, so I'm going to have to end this relationship. So I'm going to use me as an example. I, I used to have zero patience. Um, so many things a guy could do to make me just say, don't want you anymore. I'm moving on. I was more like a man in a relationship than, than a woman, you know, um, without trying to sound sexist, so don't come at me, but you know, women are supposed to be soft and, and they're the more emotional ones and they're probably the more clingy and, and want the hugs and the kisses and the I love you's and the compliments. That's not me. You cannot touch me until it's time to touch me, and it wouldn't bother me in the least. You can keep your hugs, your kisses, your I love yous, all that, until we go there. So I don't need the affection, and I've always been the one to end my relationships. It's like I think I care or love that person until they do something I just don't like or they consistently or continuously do something I don't like, then it's easy for me to say, you know, uh, I don't think this is going to work, so it's been real goodbye. And never really understood why that hurt so many people. Back then, I didn't understand. But my patience was very low. And if you were, in my opinion, what I call gross, let's just say you, you ate with your mouth open all the time and talked and and your breath smelled bad or you had a bad body odor or um, you you look sloppy a lot. You're, you couldn't form your words well. Um, you know, you came across as slow. Any of that stuff would cause me, cause me to say, yeah, this isn't going to work for me. The crazy thing is, I would be so into somebody in the beginning, maybe I missed those things. Or maybe they weren't like that in the beginning, but once they got comfortable with me, they changed. I don't know. But it would be nothing for me after a year or so to end a relationship. So let's move past me and on to my call. Um, the person who called me today needed my opinion. And what it is, is they're in a long-distance relationship. And there's always something happening. Um, when it's time for them to see each other. The the flight's been delayed. The flight's been canceled. There's no, they they get on the flight and they're on their way and there's a problem with the plane. It's got to land somewhere else. It's always an issue. They have not been able to see each other not one single time and there has not been an issue either with the plane or the airport itself. The, um, the, the the vehicle to get around when they get to their debt. There's always an issue. The Airbnb, there's always an issue. And her thought was, maybe somebody has put some kind of root or something on there. And I hope I said that right. 
on their relationship. Well, I was telling her I don't believe in that. But let's just pretend for a second I did believe in that. I believe in God. And I believe whatever anybody else puts on my relationship, my prayers to God are bigger than that. And they'll always supersede what anybody else puts on my relationship, even though I don't believe in that. But if I did, I would always believe God's bigger than anything anybody else could do. So, of course, my question to her was, did you pray about the relationship and not only the relationship, but what you were looking for in a mate before you met your mate? She said, of course I did. And she was telling me everything she prayed for. And I said, but did you pray that they would be convenient for you? And I said, and that's silly to ask, but what you prayed for was very basic. It was very basic. So God gave you what you prayed for on the other side of the country or on the other side, you know, she's, she's way here in Florida and he's way in Cali. Um, I said, he gave you what you asked for, but now you got to do the work to show that you really want it. And, and if you really want it, it'll work out in the end because once you two are together, everything is perfect. It's the getting to each other. Are you patient? Is he patient? Are you anxious when things go wrong? Are you upset? Are you mad? Do you point fingers at each other? Do you want to shut down? Do you want to end the relationship? You didn't ask for convenience. You asked for A, B, C, D, and E, and he gave you A, B, C, and D, and E, but thousand of miles away. So she had to agree with me. Now, I want to say my previous relationships, I didn't ask for anything. I seen something I liked. I was like, okay, I'll give this a try, and I got what I got. I got what I got. You know, great sex, check, terrible personality. Terrible attitude, a liar, a cheater, a deceiver, a heartbreaker. <laughs> call it what you want to call it. You want somebody who can cook, check, but doesn't want to clean, doesn't keep a steady job, doesn't have a car. You know, it was just never a total package. So I think before I really didn't care because I've always been so independent. And I took care of me and I took care of my kids and I did what I had to do once I grew up. So um, asking for all these attributes and, and personality traits, just I never thought about it until I moved to Florida. And I decided, you know what, I need to stop dating people for a year or two and really having no significant will to be with them for a lifetime. So I actually closed my eyes and I prayed. And I prayed to the Lord for very specific things. It was important to me to be with a man who loved his family. His family loved him. It was important to me to be with a man who understood hard work and would not be home playing video games at our age. It was important to me to be with a man who told me he loved me and meant it with all his heart and showed it, showed it, you know, a faithful man, a God-fearing man, which was the very first thing I prayed for, that he leaned on God and his word, not his friends and their word. He wasn't in the streets. He wasn't for the streets. And I had a few other things I prayed for, and y'all guess what? I got it all.
I got it all. Ching, hit the jackpot. But there were things I didn't ask for. There are traits my husband has that I don't really care for. And he's okay with me saying that because I have traits that he doesn't really care for. But the good things outweigh those little things. The goodness in him, the greatness in him, the love he has for me, the love he has for his family and kids and my family and my kids, the hard work, the diligence, it all outweighs those minute things that drive me crazy. But if those things weren't minute and I didn't pray for them, I don't know if he was a cheater, if I could deal with that. I don't know. I mean, is he? did he cheat once? And were we having problems? Did we sit down and talk about it? Did we discuss counseling? Because back in the day, I was the type, you cheat on me once, shame on you if you think I'm going to stay with you. I don't care how long we've been together. There's no excuse for it. Uh, I'm just too awesome. So there was no way. You ever raise your hand to me, I promise you, if you can go to sleep and wake up, it's a blessed day for you. So it's just best for you to go ahead and pack your stuff and leave um, or pack my stuff, you know, and leave, whatever. Whatever. You get the point. There are just some things I'm not going to deal with. You talk to my kids crazy. You think you're going to put your hands on my kids. Be inappropriate with anybody's kids. I find out you're a rapist. Anything like that, I'm done. There's no discussion. There's no, there's nothing. But those little things I said earlier. Right. <laughs> suddenly you have a body odor because if you had it when I met you, we wouldn't be together. But suddenly you do. I'm going to know it's something within you. I might tell you, you know, hey, you got to make a doctor's appointment. Let's see what's going on with you. And I might care and show concern now. Back in the day, that would have been a deal breaker. You have gingivitis or halitosis. Apparently, you didn't have it when we met. I would have noticed that and I wouldn't have spent any time, but you have it. That's important. Let's find out what's going on with your gut. Let's see. You might have a rotten tooth. Anything's going on. I'm going to care. I'm going to care because I have to believe that when I pray for something specific, knowing I'm not a perfect person and whoever God couples me up with is not perfect either, I know there are going to be little things that I'm like, mm, gosh, I wish they wouldn't do that. Or, oh my gosh, that's irritating. But it's not going to cause me to pack my stuff and leave. It's just the irritant. It's like, you know, that mosquito bite. I don't want to cut off my arm because a mosquito bit me. It irritates me. It's itching a little bit, but eventually it'll stop. And I'll still love my arm. I won't spite my arm, throw away my whole arm because of a mosquito bite. Same thing with my husband biting his fingernails and spitting them. <laughs> it's irritating. But I'm not going to throw the whole excellent man that God blessed me with away because of it. 
me sitting here cracking sunflower seeds like I used to do and going through a whole pound of them in an hour or two and having shells when I stand up maybe in my lap, on the couch, on the floor because I don't always hit the cup. Even though he never complained, I'm sure that was an irritant. But he's not going to throw away the whole great woman that I am over something like that. So you have to know your boundaries. And let me tell you guys something. If somebody does something when you meet them and you stick with them, you marry them, don't expect it to change or all of a sudden you start complaining about what they've always done. That irritates me when people tell me oh my gosh I can't stand this they do blah 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 well when did they start they've always done it okay y'all been together five years so you've known that for five years why are you complaining it's something you decided five years ago to deal with you've got to accept people where they are especially if they are showing you this is who I am you can't constantly want to change them they're bringing this personality trait to the table. They're bringing this to you in the beginning. You can't think, okay, I like you enough to change you. Because if you're with somebody that you want to change, you're with the wrong person. You've got to accept people where they are, flaws and all. Because guess what? You have flaws too. If you look at one person who says they're perfect, they think that they're a god, and that's somebody you better run from because there's not a perfect person in this world, not one. The one is the only perfect person in the world, of this world. We all have flaws. You know, we look in the mirror, we see a flaw. We get undressed, we might see a flaw. If you really, really know yourself, you know your personality flaws. I know mine. Remember I told you guys I used to get so angry. I used to want to fight all the time. Somebody cut me off in traffic, I want to follow them home and beat the hell out of them. From cutting me off in traffic. Somebody leave their cart in the middle of the aisle and I'm shopping. I'm bumping their cart all the way to the end. Just because, why are you blocking the aisle? This isn't your grocery store. Other people have to shop. Silly stuff. Silly stuff. I had to change about myself because I knew it was silly. And eventually it could have gotten me taken out of here, my personality traits. But then there are other things about me that it is what it is. I'm going to speak my mind. I'm not shy about speaking my mind. If you ask something, I'm going to be honest and tell you the truth. I don't love everybody. I want to, but I don't. And I'm honest about that. And I'm not always as forgiving as I should be. It takes a while. And there are other things about me. Other people will, who know me will say they don't like this or that about me. But that's their, that's, that's on them. That's not my that's not my issue. Whatever your issue is with me is not my pro problem. It is not something I need to know. Unless I am hurting you mentally, physically, emotionally. If I'm hurting you, you have all rights to tell me so I can fix it. 
But if you just don't like something, you don't like the way I dress, you don't like the way I walk, you don't like the way I smile, the way I wear my hair, that's your issue. Keep it to yourself. It's none of my business. You don't like the pictures. I, I take too many pictures of trees and grass and, and nature. That's your issue. Stop looking at my feed. Scroll right past me. Keep it moving. But there are things you should tell me. You don't like the way I treat you. You don't like the way I was speaking to you. You know, I, I, I said something to you that wasn't true and you want to call me out. Any of that stuff. That builds a better personality, a better person when you're honest with somebody and tell them when they hurt you and how you feel. And I've said this before, don't diminish the way somebody feels, even if you don't agree with what they're saying. It's okay to say, I, I, I'm sorry you feel that way. I really am. It's not my intentions to make you feel that way. And I didn't know I was doing that. I, I, I won't do that again. Because when you apologize and you say, but, you just took away that whole apology. I, I, I'm I, sorry you feel that way. I apologize that you feel that way, but you're wrong. <laughs> That's basically what you're saying when you throw a but in there or however. However, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, So, but I, I'm sorry you feel that way with your wrong self. Just, you know. Sometimes we feel something, somebody had no intentions of making us feel that way. They had no intentions of, of, you know, they said, ooh, look at your hair. And what they mean is, ooh, you got something different. Go on with your bad self. But you took it as such an insult. And you say, you know, I didn't like it when you called out my hairstyle. They could say, you know what? I apologize if, if I made you feel that way. You know, not my intent at all. I'll make sure next time to follow up with, you know, letting you know it was a compliment. Something that simple. Oftentimes, though, when people call us out and let us know how, how we made them feel, we turn it around and start telling them things that they've done, things they've said, how wrong they are. And we're insulted and we're upset. Until it comes time for us to express ourselves, and then we want people to understand how we feel. So I always keep an open mind, an open heart, and whatever you ask for in your significant other, when you get it, don't complain. Don't blame others when things don't go right or perfect. We live in an imperfect world because we're imperfect people. Your perfection will come the day you die. If you've been a decent person, you'll be in heaven and everything will be perfect for you. All right, you guys. Uh, I don't know. I felt like saying all that after my conversation, but you know who I am. I'm your girl, Sonya McQueen. You can email me at ledbymotivation07 at gmail.com or you can send us all a message at www.ledbymotivation.com. We have a newsletter that goes out every single month. It is a free newsletter. You can feel free to write for it, to create quotes for it. If you want to send a recipe or, or exercise bit or, or just a positive affirmation, create a game or something from the bottom of your heart that'll go out to everybody, please do. Right now, it only goes out to about 140 people, but that's about 40 people more than it went out to two months ago. 
Um, and please, if you get Motivational Monthly, share it with somebody. Please share it with somebody and tell them if they like it. All they have to do is shoot me an email and I'll add them to the list. It's that simple. That simple. And if you have a business and you get Motivational Monthly and you want me to advertise your business, and there's a free advertisement. Shoot. Let's go for it. Let's go for it. I believe in building up other people and not looking for something for every little thing I do. All right. And if you want the magazine or the, the newsletter, once again, it's led by motivation07 at gmail.com. Everybody have a beautiful weekend. I probably won't be back till Monday because it's Father's Day weekend. And I got a lot planned for this wonderful husband of mine. And to all you fathers, father figures, um, um, what are they called? Men mentors, male mentors, uh, big brothers from the Big Brother Big Sister Society, uh, father, uh, father stand-ins. Happy Father's Day, and you are appreciated. Have a great weekend.